Hello Habit Mechanics, it's Dr John Finn here. I hope you're having a fantastic week so far. Welcome to a shorter episode of the Habit Mechanic podcast. Remember, you can listen to live episodes of the Habit Mechanic podcast inside the Habit Mechanic University app, where you can ask us questions live and we will answer you during the live streamed podcast. Inside the app, you can also access your Habit Mechanic Toolkit. You can also watch our live masterclasses and join our live Change Challenge coaching sessions. You can download the app for free. I think one generic thinking flaw in human beings, me included, is that we're very quick to dichotomize things. For example, I'm either sort of professional standard footballer, or I'm not very good at football. Maybe that's not a great example. Either yeah, I'm people, Brit- people say I'm either oh I'm an absolute disaster at this, or I've really got it down. I'm great at maths, or I'm rubbish at maths, or I've got loads of confidence, or I've got no confidence. And in fact, it's just not that's not real. There's a continuum, and you're somewhere on the continuum. So one end of the continuum is you're perfect. The other end is you're poor. And for every important thing in your life, you're somewhere on that, that, that we call it the P2 continuum. It could um, Perfect could be 100 or it could be 10. Um, or can be zero. And you're somewhere on that continuum. So you give yourself a score. What the science says, it doesn't say, for example, that everyone can be Usain Bolt. It says however quick you are at running now with the right type of practice. And this is important. It's not just any practice. It's a very specific type of practice. We call it focus practice. Ericsson talked about deliberate practice where you focus hard and you make mistakes and you learn from your mistakes. That's key. But with the right type of practice, you can learn to run faster. With the right type of practice, you can learn how to build confidence. With the right type of practice, you can learn how to manage stress, how to sleep better, how to become a better leader, how to become a better team member, how to become more focused and productive. So... But the thing to remember is that we're always practicing. It's just that often it's not very deliberate. We're just being conditioned by the world that we live in. And increasingly, that's making it really easy for us to practice lots of really unhelpful things. Yeah, well, you 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 said something there that's really interesting. And and in the book, um, you expand on it. Um, You talked about we're always practicing. I think if you could just talk a bit more of how that could mean for people, they might be practicing feeling bad about themselves because they're seeing somebody's open inverted commas, better life, close inverted commas on Instagram on a regular basis. Yeah, absolutely. So right now, many, many people are getting better at their destructive habits, beating themselves up more often procrastinating more, worrying more, getting stressed, sleeping less well, exercising less, eating more poorly. They're getting better at all those things. They're not doing it intentionally. They didn't wake up this morning and say, right, today I'm going to get better at beating myself up. They're just mindlessly practicing these things. Um. Yeah, so that's the reality. We get good at what we practice. And because of the way our brains are wired in the sense of 
we're not very self-aware. We only have 2% consciousness at best, and often it's 0% consciousness. We're not aware of those destructive habits, so it's really easy to keep practicing them. And I see people doing this all, you know, all the time. They practice the thing that they're telling you they want to get better at and eradicate from their lives. So it really is real that we are, whatever we are practicing today, we are reinforcing it neurobiologically. And the things that we used to be good at, and so the neurons that we used to have in our brain, if we don't use those networks anymore, they get pruned away, they get cut off. So for example, when people were at primary school or elementary school, the chances are it's a real high likelihood that you knew everybody's name in your class. I bet you don't know those names anymore. You might know some of them, but you won't know most of them. Why? Because the neurons that you used were pruned. They're dead. They've died away. Now, you can relearn the names, but you forgot them because the the neurons in your brain died. Yeah, I, I, again, when I discovered that insight by reading the Habit Mechanic book, um, it was... Um, very important for me because I, I I studied German a long time ago and uh, I, I realized I hadn't used my German I hadn't spoken German so I tried to read immediately start looking at a little bit of German every day and you talk about being poor to perfect and on a continuum I'm not saying I'm fluent by any means but I, I would certainly say I've retained a bit more German now by that understanding of use it or lose it yeah and I think that learning is at the heart of the habit mechanic approach which I think is unique when I look at other let's call let's call them systems or approaches that are, that are promising to help you to be your best I don't see that's the same I don't see it it's not the same and that's why they're flawed because this is what we're actually trying to help people to do and help them to build better habits is actually we're trying to help them to get better at learning, learning how to automate better ways of thinking and doing. So it's absolutely essential that you understand how learning happens. And I think in the habit mechanic, we go deeper on learning than I've seen anywhere else, but, you know, in a real user-friendly user way. And the reason we've done that is because we've... You know, we haven't just made this up in a, in a couple of years. This this is over 20 years worth of work. And I've seen that when we're teaching this to people, that it's really important that they understand how learning works. But let's take a step back from that. We know that most of what we're thinking and doing most of the time is mindless automatic behaviour. In other words, thinking and doing. It's at least 98%. Often it's 100%. So if we want to help people to be happier, healthier, at their best more often, better leaders, better team members, it's about helping them to build better habits. But often when we're trying to do better, we're trying to become better, uh, we're trying to become healthier, happier, at our best more often, etc. We're just given new knowledge. And that's where it stops. And that's why I got told, I got told that, if you can get people to know what they need to do to be at their best, you've cracked it. You've done your job. And we see that. I use this example a lot, but I'll say it again. 
we see that in the UK at a national level where most people know and many agree it's a good idea to walk 10,000 steps a day and to eat five portions of fruit and veg. But most people don't do it. Because that's the thing. We don't do what we know we should do. We do what we're in the habit of doing. So, but it's a, in order to build a better habit, you need some more knowledge, first of all. So if I want to build a better sleep habit, I need some knowledge about, well, what is sleep? How does it work? So if you go to chapter 19 of the habit mechanic, there's more knowledge about why we sleep, how you can start to get better sleep. Some, I think there's like 18 things you can try out, for example. But knowing that, is fine what what can i then do with that information so how do i practically apply the information that's what i think of as a skill so we've created a tool called the desk swap the diet exercise uh, sleep swap which is great fantastic but just having the knowledge and the skill isn't enough i need a mechanism to help me to turn doing the desk swap or knowing how to do the desk swap to turn that into a habit and that's why we have for example the habit building plan and if you look at chapter um we have the example habit building plan for the desk swap so we need to move from knowledge to skill to habit most education programs stop at knowledge um and that's why they're not very effective and that's why what we do is different you also use an example of of, of learning and developing knowledge a, a really interesting metaphor um which i i think is really helpful for people uh, and it relates relates to to this process but uh the, the metaphor um is of uh shall we say frozen water tell us more about that john we talk about this idea of neuroplasticity about the idea of moving information from outside of your head to inside your head where you store the information in neurons so for me the process is a bit like you're freezing these these neurons in your brain and actually it's not just one neuron it's a collection of neurons so we think about freezing them as ice cubes so we go from knowing where you're starting to consolidate some of the information into your brain the skill where you're starting to practice and re reinforce those neurobiological connections but then once you when you when it becomes a habit it's like you freeze it as an ice cube in your brain and then we connect the idea to building up igloos in different areas so you talk about the learning to speak german there are multiple ice cubes that you need to freeze in order to build a robust igloo uh, of german speaking so Imagine the, the igloo is your German, German language confidence profile. And then the more complete the igloo is, the more confidence you have in that area. So you're going to have to have some rudimentary, basic foundational ice cubes in there, like the ability to read, the ability to write, the ability to speak. And then I'm sure you'll have your basic German uh, grammar and verbs and all these are the things that you build up over time. And that goes back to the idea of the P2 continuum. So it's not that we're either good at great at German or we're completely rubbish. We're somewhere in between. And the igloo metaphor can help us to understand that um, and can help us to build confidence in what we've already got in our German learning 
but it also allows us to target the next thing that we need to work on. So that's a really important part of being happier is spending more of your time with your attention on things that are helpful for you instead of only dwelling and beating yourself up. And yeah, if you go into the the Habit Mechanic University app, which is free, available on uh, in the App Store and also in Google Play Store, you'll see people posting their daily tea plans, which is in chapter one of the, the Habit Mechanic book, which we covered a few podcasts ago. But also you'll see people posting their three to one daily ref- end of day reflections. So the idea of the three to one is that you write down three as a minimal you can write more if you want three helpful or positive things that have happened to you today can be as basic as you enjoyed a really nice cup of coffee you enjoy the people that you work with you got a chance to have family uh, breakfast with your family you may have achieved something of particular importance that day so just writing those things down so you're making yourself pay attention to those things because that isn't our brain's natural uh, tendency if 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 we're not feeling very happy with ourselves. And then the, the, the fourth thing that you do is you write down one thing that you could do even better in um, the next 24 hours. And I find that one really interesting. It's all the three to one because people default to the three to one is they, they complain or they dwell on something that hasn't gone well. That isn't the purpose of the, of the one in the three to one. It's to say, okay, I recognize whatever problem was but what can I do better in the next 24 hours to give myself a better chance of being at my best so we're being proactive so I might say I'm going to get 10 more minutes sleep tonight than last night or I'm going to create a willpower story so I'm more efficient and effective with my time tomorrow that kind of thing so that's the three to one 